Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. It's Bethany Blankley, hosting America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. Glad to be here with you, talking about truth, exposing a lot of lies, and even just basic facts that aren't being reported in the media, so you can be informed, educated, and have some tools so that you can be a part of the solution. Joining other great hosts like Richie and Marla, there are a lot of uh, great things to hear on Renegade Talk Radio. They've been saying they've been exposing things for a while, so I'm happy to join them to read more about columns or articles about the things that, that we're all talking about, you can read on my website, bethanyblankley.com, and other podcasts and interviews you can hear on renegadetalkradio.com. And today I'm going to talk to you about gender, because what's happening in America just is getting more bizarre. In fact, I, I feel like I'm waking up in Alice in Wonderland every day where right is wrong, left is right, up is down, backwards is forwards, and... Nothing seems to make sense according to basic definitions of terms. So, Fairfax County, Virginia, parents are paying a lot of money in tax dollars to send their kids to public school. And this used to be a county that prides itself on on excellent education and and high uh, test scores. And so here now we have a public school board that last week voted to implement gender-neutral bathrooms and... Boys who identify as girls are allowed to use girls' bathrooms and girls' locker rooms. Another interesting fact is that these boys who identify as girls are being called she-males. I kid you not, I couldn't even make this stuff up if I tried. She and male, you heard it right. So she-males feel like they need to um, get changed, undressed, get ready for whatever it is, gym or sports practice, which, by the way, I don't know what this means. If a she-male now identifies as a girl... Uh, does this mean they're playing on a girls' softball team or a girls' lacrosse team or a girls' soccer team? And so this is one problem. Parents, the community, they're outraged. They say this is ridiculous. There is no such thing as, as gender-neutral. And we don't want our heterosexual children exposed to this. The parents and the community were ignored. The board voted for it anyway. Lo and behold, yesterday, what gets announced by the same school district? They're going to start teaching this fall a new curriculum identifying gender roles. And I'm going to read to you a couple of things uh, from a document from the district's recommendations. And, And they're trying to explain to the parents, or in limited terms, explaining to the parents, their entire um, attitude towards gender and what they're going to be teaching these kids. And I'm talking about 7th through 12th grade students. Basically, what they're saying is the lessons are based on, quote, sexual fluidity and spectrum. The idea then is that there is no such thing as a boy or a girl. And you heard that right. There is no such thing as a boy or or a girl. And I'm going to read to you from one of the district's recommendations. Quote, students will be provided definitions for sexual orientation terms, heterosexuality, homosexuality, and bisexuality. And the gender identity term transgender emphasis will be placed on recognizing that everyone is experiencing changes and the role of respectful, inclusive language in promoting an environment free of bias and discrimination, end quote. So here's the deal. If I'm a heterosexual 13-year-old girl, 
And I want to affirm that I'm a girl. My biology, my anatomy says that I'm a girl. Then I am going to be bullied and intimidated because I am not promoting the environment that they call is free of bias and discrimination. So in an essence, heterosexuals are being discriminated against because of the bias that's saying there is no such thing as a boy or a girl. So eighth graders, they're going to be taught that individual identity, quote, occurs over a lifetime and includes the component of sexual orientation and gender identity. So, end quote. And so in the, in the essence of this, your individual identity occurring over a lifetime, your biology and your anatomy no longer defines your sexuality, your identity, or your gender. Instead, what you choose as your sexual orientation is who you are. So young teenagers are being introduced to the, quote, concept that sexuality is a broader spectrum. In 10th grade, they're going to be taught that one sexuality, quote, develops through a lifetime. So there are several terms here that that are outraging parents, as they should be, is something called sexual fluidity and a broader, boundless, fluid spectrum of sexuality. So the idea is that at any point in time, you could change from being a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy. In fact, there's no real difference between a boy or a girl because that's up to you. Your concept of sexuality is a broader spectrum. And this broader spectrum is something that happens over a lifetime. So, ironically, they're talking about wanting to create a a warm environment uh, that includes respectful, inclusive language and talking about how everyone is experiencing changes to their body, to their physicality. But the reality is, is that by talking about how there are no boys and there are no girls and everyone is the same, they're not really talking about individual identity or individualness at all. Basically, what they're saying is there is no individuality. There is nothing great about being a girl. There is nothing great about being a boy. In fact, you can be whatever you want, no matter what you feel like or what you define. I'm not quite sure how how this is going to go over, by the way, in biology class, because uh, if I remember, we had diagrams of the human body, and girls have ovaries and a uterus and and a vagina and breasts and different hormones and they go through a whole bunch of different changes including the getting their period and boys don't have that boys do not have any of that in their anatomy so i'm not quite sure how that's going to go over in these sexual orientation and gender identity lessons that go completely against the teachings that they're going to be learning in biology class and what is it going to do to the girls who are forced to have to share a bathroom or a locker room with females it's already it's already tough enough to be a teenager where you have insecurities, uh, you don't really understand a lot of the changes going on to your body. You're getting used to a menstrual cycle and all of the all of the things that go along with that. Um, peer pressure. It's not really a safe place to share with someone who doesn't go through those things and with someone who may make them feel uncomfortable. And the idea that teachers or coaches or principals or unelected bureaucrats in a school board are going to dictate to children what 
they can and can't feel, what they can and can't express. I mean, this is going to create massive, massive emotional self-esteem, individuality, identity crisis. I mean, it goes on and on and on, not to mention that you're increasing the risks for sexual assault. And uh, pedophilia, what's to say that a transgender teen isn't going to experiment or explore with a transgender shemale boy? I mean, it's this is insane. So, you know, the problem here is that parents have no voice. They're not being represented. Laws are being shoved down their throat which, by the way, really aren't laws. They're regulations that are being passed through from the Department of Education and the Department of Justice. This is not something that's happening on a local level, which means Fairfax County will is the first. It's not going to be the only county where this is going to start taking place. I think nationwide we're going to start seeing a lot of gender identity um, and all of this sexual fluidity nonsense being taught to 7th to 12th graders who are already in a very vulnerable age. So, I mean, I can understand and appreciate the outrage of the parents. And they have several options. One is don't send your kids to these public schools. Figure out, rearrange your life. I mean, this is their future. This is their life. At the end of the day, why do people work to provide for their families? And what if they joined a co-op? with other parents and their kids were homeschooled or they went to a a non-public school, some kind of private or charter school. Either way, there's no way that someone could understand how does this happen? How does even how is this possible even on an academic level? What academic in their right mind thinks it's okay to actually teach there's no such thing as a boy or a girl? I mean, it defies logic. It defines science. It defies human anatomy and biology. I mean, it's no different than me walking around saying I'm a Chinese black transvestite. People may look at me and say, well, you're a female and you're white. I'll say, no, not today. I'm really a Chinese black transvestite. Because that's how I define and identify my sexual fluidity at this point in my life. I may have been white and a woman before, but today I am a Chinese black transvestite. I mean, this is going to, this, this entire concept is nonsensical. It's asinine. It's so destructive to teenagers at a very vital time in their life when they're going through so many transitions. To do this to them on top of the other horrible stuff that's being shoved down their throats through Common Core and other ridiculous bureaucratic regulations. I mean, whatever happened to just going to school to be educated about science and math and reading and enjoying learning and enjoying celebrating? I mean, there are wonderful things about being a girl. There are wonderful things about being a teenage boy. Why aren't we celebrating that? Why can't we celebrate our heterosexual biology? Got to take a break. I'll be right back. Just wanted to uh, talk to you. We'll talk more about some gender when I return from the break. This is America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, Bethany Blankley is your host, and we'll be right back. Nonstop Shock Radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. All right, folks, we're back. This is Bethany Blankley, columnist and radio host of America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. It's renegadetalkradio.com. You can hear other 
podcasts, great interviews from other hosts like Richie and Marla and Carl Higby. You can also read my columns and articles on my website, BethanyBlankley.com. We were just talking about Fairfax, Virginia, and their board, the school board, who has decided that they are going to reject parents and community input, outrage, concern, opposition to something they voted on last week to allow for gender-neutral bathrooms for boys who identify as girls who are now being called she-males. Yes, you heard it right. I can't make this stuff up. But if you remember, several years ago, there was a little boy about five years old in Colorado, and he started identifying as a little girl and wanted to wear skirts and dresses and was playing with dolls and, and other toys that girls would normally play with. His parents, they, he was going to Fountain Fort Carson School in the, in the Carson School District. And when he went to school, he was registered as a little boy. And when he went to school, he wanted to use the girls' bathroom because they identified as the little girl. Well, the school said, no, he is a boy. He is biologically a boy. He's registered in the school as a boy. And just because he dresses in skirts and dresses and says he's a girl does not mean that he is a girl. And it doesn't mean that he can use a girl's bathroom. Well, the parents didn't agree with that. And so they sued the school district. I'm not kidding. They sued the school district because they were not happy that the school district said a little boy could not use a little girl's bathroom. This is the insanity of the 21st century that is absolutely, um, sometimes I'm absolutely speechless. I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's absolute insanity that a school district about 15 miles south of Colorado Springs, Colorado, is talking to every other parent and every other person in the school district about how they don't understand the complexity of gender issues. It's really unbelievable. So in, 20, in 2011, Coy was enrolled in kindergarten as a boy, but the parents and teachers would not recognize him as a girl. So the parents claim that Coy was suffering from depression and anxiety, and it affected his ability to learn. I'm sorry. This is really negligence on the parents' part. What kind of parent cows down to a five-year-old who says he's a girl. What kind of parent doesn't actually sit down and teach the child about his anatomy, about his biology, that he's a little boy, and that there are gender differences, that he's not a little girl? Why not have counseling? Why not get to the root of where this is coming from? Because it is not normal. If I were a parent, I would not be dressing up my son, a five-year-old boy, in dresses and skirts and allowing him to play with dolls. Absolutely not. And when I was on the Huffington Post television show talking about this, they, people were tweeting about what a horrible parent I would be, and that's child abuse, and not allowing him to define his own gender. Well, I'm sorry, but that's a bunch of bull. That's absolute bull. There is an agenda here that is completely evil, that devalues human life. It devalues the fact that we were born and created as two different homo sapiens. There are male homo sapiens and there are women homo sapiens. Sometimes in rare anomalies, a, a homo sapien may be born with same sex chromosomes. They may have multiple hormones. Either way, those are anomalies. It's not the standard. This little boy is going to be twisted and screwed up in his mind for the rest of his life. And the parents caused that. The parents could have put a stop to this. They could have said, no, you are a little boy. You are going to wear pants and dress as a little boy. And by the way, how intolerant is it? 
that parents of one child would demand that the entire school district, I'm not just talking about a class or a school, we are talking about an entire school district. They have to comply with what parents want for one child. So one child gets to dictate what the policy is for everybody else? This is ridiculous. So the parents, they filed a civil rights complaint, and the Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund worked with them, and they won. They actually won. The school district now has to treat this little boy as a little girl. So when he gets to first grade and second grade and third grade, this little boy who's registered as a boy can still be considered a girl. And what do the Mathises have to say about this? The Mathises, shame on them. Irresponsible and negligent parents. What do they say? They wanted the school to treat Koi like every other little girl. Are they insane? He is not a little girl. He has a penis. How difficult is this? This is biology 101. This is something that every toddler knows in the, in the very fiber of their being. That they are a girl or a boy. Whatever fantasy this little kid was having, the parents did a tremendous disservice. You want to talk about child abuse? It's child abuse for parents to dress up their little boy as a girl and screw up his mind for the rest of his life. They want equal treatment? How is it equal treatment when you're telling everybody else that their children don't have the right to be heterosexual? Then an entire school district has to cow down to one parent, two parents, and one child and their definition of gender and sexuality. This is absolutely absurd. And if I were parents in the school district and if I was in the school district, I would be taking this to the higher court, to the appellate court, and to the Supreme Court because this is absurd. Why are we not celebrating differences? of heterosexuality, of little girls and little boys. There is nothing wrong about celebrating our differences. That's what makes us unique. It's one of the great things about growing up in America is you can actually, with hard work and determination, you can choose at any point in your life to pursue any profession that you want. You can become the first female astronaut. You can become the first female Olympian. It doesn't matter. We have so many opportunities in this country. And what do the, what does the transgender legal defense and education fund do they want to destroy the fabric of being a human being take a look at the boy scouts now it's not just it's not just heterosexual boy scouts they want to make it a gay boy scouts well why not just have their own gay boy scouts why do they have to destroy a great organization that's promoting good moral character good and right behavior how to get along how to learn survival skills why do they have to destroy that why do they have to impose their agenda on everybody else and why are we rolling over and taking it this is absurd. The reality that parents are just allowing a little boy to use a little girl's bathroom going up through the teen years and even in high school. I mean, this causes such confusion and such torment for people who, are, who have a lot, of, a lot of peer pressure among other kids. I mean, kids can be mean, but parents can be just as mean and they can be bullied just as much. And it's incredibly selfish and self-serving and hostile and just incredibly mean-spirited and incompetent for these parents to say that an entire school district and now most likely the state is going to have to bow down to one family's choice to dress their little boy in a dress. These parents should be sued for negligence and the school district and the other parents of heterosexual children have a choice. They can fight 
this ridiculous transgender education fund group, who I'm going to guess is backed by George Soros. And I can't imagine that I'm far off because there are several Soros organizations based in Colorado. The reality is that there is there is this movement in America to destroy basic concepts, basic principles. We are human beings. We are different. And there is nothing wrong about different. In fact, being different and uniting our differences provides great strength. It it creates character. How is this little boy who dresses like a girl going to interact with sports teams? I mean, can you imagine? Is he going to be on this girl swim team? And what kind of parents in their right mind are going to allow that or allow their other children, their heterosexual children to be a part of that? I wouldn't. I'd be taking my kid right out of that school and finding an alternative because what the government is allowing, this is going through court systems and the public school systems, what the government is allowing is absolutely unconscionable. It's destroying the fabric of the family, of the society, and the basic human nature, the basic right to be a human being as you were created. It doesn't matter if he dresses in a skirt or a ballerina tutu or a bikini. The reality is, is that this little boy, Coy Mathis, will never have a uterus. He will never have ovaries and he will never have a vagina. He can create breasts and he can have hormone implants and all these other things like Bruce Jenner, but he will never, ever be able to carry a child. And women have every right to celebrate that uniqueness about them. We'll be right back. Got to take a break. This is Bethany Blankley in America's Betrayal. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. This is Bethany Blankley. Hosting America's Betrayal from Renegade Talk Radio. You can listen to more podcasts, interviews, other great hosts on renegadetalkradio.com and articles and columns I've written on my website, bethanyblankley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, which is my Twitter handle is my full name, Bethany Blankley. We're following up on the segments about gender and children who are confused about their identity and sadly a trend that's happening uh, that's called gender rights, uh, gender equality, gender neutral vocabulary that's being affected in uh, not just our public schools but also in psychology and mental health. Apparently there have been studies since 1980s related to young boys feeling or wanting to express themselves as girls and there have been psychological studies and empirical data since the 1980s to identify what psychologists have always called as a gender disorder. Uh, so there, so this is has been classified as in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. A boy who wants to be a girl, someone who has confusion of their gender identity, and so in in traditional sense, over the last forty years, gender identity disorder in children is called gender dysphoria. It's a diagnosis that psychologists and physicians describe children who are experiencing significant discontent with their biological sex. So like the little five-year-old boy in Colorado or children in all over the country who aren't quite sure, don't really relate to the sex of who they are, now certain psychological associations are trying to change that terminology. They're trying to change what has been classified as a mental disorder and therapeutic uh, 
therapeutic responses to the disorder. They're trying to change these terms now to promote their own agenda, which is not in the best interest of the child. So according to Gender Identity Disorder of Childhood, within the current edition of the International Statistical Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems, there are five different diagnoses for gender identity disorder. And they usually manifest during childhood. So little boy Coy Matheson in Colorado is a perfect example of having a DSM mental disorder where he really needed counseling and his parents needed counseling. And what psychologists have shown is that when there is distress with someone's body and they they don't understand how to conform with societal gender norms, usually it has to do with how they're being raised. Their identity is is very much tied to their parents and what the parents are doing or what they're not doing. And so sadly, the parents of Koi, when he first started showing signs of wanting to be a girl, the parents had a responsibility to help him figure out what was going on. One of the leading authorities on gender confusion in children is Dr. Kenneth Zucker. Kenneth Zucker is highly controversial. And uh, a lot of people who want to promote the transgender agenda really hate him. They want to call his his empirical data bogus science, and they want to label him and, and call him all kinds of names. But he has been a leading psychologist and sexologist. He's the head of Gender Identity Service and Child Youth and Family Program at Toronto Center for Addiction and Mental Health. He's been doing research for many years, but he is hated by the transgender community because of his clinical practices, because of his psychiatric and psychological research, because of the books that he's written, and how he's classified various gender identity, variants, intersex conditions, etc. He's worked on identifying sexual and gender identity disorders at the American Psychiatric Association. So he's he's written books since the 70s. He's been researching all of these things, has various certifications, and yet a new community of people are saying, no, we don't really think that psychoanalysis is, is really the best way to go. And so what's very interesting and, and quite sad, if, if you want to really get to the bottom of it, is that in New York City, people can alter their sex on their birth certificate. And this is happening among schools and families. So children as young as five who are predisposed to dress like the opposite sex, guess what's happening? Their parents, the educators, and mental health professionals are supporting them. They're, they're responding to the child as opposed to teaching the child. Their pediatric hospitals are now, instead of helping and counseling the families, they're telling them to foster this idea of security and self-esteem in who they identify and gender. It's really sad because the high incidence of depression, suicidal feelings, and self-mutilation is very common with this kind of mental gender disorder. Sadly, what, what these progressives are trying to do is they're trying to say that anybody can be anybody that they want. You can have two mommies, you can have two daddies, and now kids can come to school and say one day they're a boy and the next day that they're a, go- a girl. And in New York City, you can change your birth certificate, actually falsify your gender as something that is non-biologically accurate. So consider the fact of all of these ethical questions that public school teachers have to deal with, doctors have to deal with, and parents. And parents have the ultimate responsibility of raising their child. What are they doing? They're promoting this disorder among their children as opposed to helping them. And it's really quite mind-boggling. So let's talk about the laws now. 
Massachusetts, Minnesota, California, New Jersey, Washington, D.C. Laws are protecting the rights of the transgender student. And guess what this includes? This includes parents and medical professionals actually providing hormones and drugs to their children to halt puberty. I mean, this is sick. You want to talk about child abuse? You want to talk about the long-term emotional, biological, psychological effects of this? This is sick. Honestly, I just, I cannot, I can't imagine injecting my child with medicine or hormones or whatever it is that they're injecting in them to reduce the effects and the beginning of puberty. Who knew that we would come to a point in history where parents would be abusing their children and the medical, and the medical community would be supporting it? Who knew that parents wouldn't be supporting and loving and talking to their children about healthy behavior? What Dr. Zucker Zucker says, he, he talks about gender dysphoria as biological origin that a lot of people will say, well, this is biological. This is how they were born. It's there's some kind of the whatever it is that's in the brain. They were born this way. And he says with the, the empirical data and his data and his research, it's just not true. There's a UCLA geneticist who specialized in sexual development. His name is Eric Villain. He wrote in the Atlantic Monthly, there's no evidence of biological influence on transsexualism. Another leading scholar, George Reckers, from the University of South Carolina, talks about how we have to conclude that the main source of gender deviance is found in psychological development variables and social learning within the family environment including the processes of identification with parental figures and peers of the same sex. And I'm quoting from uh, George Reckers of the University of Southern California. So the problem, again, goes back to the parents. How are the parents fostering a loving and intentional direction for their children? How are they teaching them about normal behavior? Because transgender, this whole dysphoria, is not normal. That's why it's called a disorder. And Harvard professor Jerome Kagan, he spent 40 years studying children. And he has addressed the same issue. It has to do with the parents. Parenting style is critical for helping children move out of their gender confusion. So if you're affirming your child's cross-sex identification, you are going to have terrible outcomes for that child's health and well-being. This is a problem. You want to talk about suicidal tendencies, confusion, self-esteem, identity issues. This horrible idea that sexuality is fluid, that you can change and be whoever you want, actually completely destroys the whole concept of identity and self-esteem and being proud and celebrating the fact that you are a boy or a girl. This is mind-boggling. I cannot believe that in 2015 we have parents who are halting the biology of their own child without knowing the consequences, by the way. There's no, there's no study based on past experience or data to show what the long-term effects are going to be in halting a child's natural pubescent stage. Because they're not sure if the child wants to become a girl or a boy. This is insanity. We are living in insanity. And instead of arresting these parents for child abuse, doctors, the medical professionals, the transgender community, they're all saying this is normal and healthy. And any kind of reparative therapy, any kind of therapy to talk about what are the real issues, because the root of the problem is always something going on in the family that no one is talking about. It's identified in anorexia, 
bulimia, shoplifting, all of these actions and attitudes that children express are always indications of a serious problem at home. And the problem now is that the parents are really hurting their own children. So it's it's just mind-boggling. Right is wrong, left is right, up is down. We're in Alice in Wonderland, and the worst thing is that we're hurting the next generation of Americans. Who would have thought that the local government, the local school boards, and parents who are in this in the huge minority, we're talking like 1%, we're the 1% of children who have dysphoria, gender dysphoria, and confusion, and a disorder. But this 1% can dictate to the rest of the school, the rest of the school district, the rest of the city, that their way is the right way and everyone else is wrong. And if you want to maintain your human biology, your human sexuality, then you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're whatever name they want to call you. But nobody's doing the research like Dr. Zucker or Professor Villain or George Rutgers. There are scientists and doctors who've been doing this for decades. So why wouldn't we trust their research? They don't have an agenda. They've been trying to help children. Sadly, there's not much we can do other than talk about the truth. Make sure that the government is not instituting policies that are harmful to children. Because we do have an opportunity to do the right thing. We do have an opportunity to go to the government officials, to go to our local officials, to enforce and create laws that protect a gender identity of the basic biological anatomy of the homo sapien male and female bodies. We'll be back. We'll talk more about gender and other issues and the insanity in America. You've been listening to Bethany Blankley on America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks so much for joining me and we'll be back.